welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's so beautiful to have you tuning in. This is my first podcast of the year. I have had an extended break with my family over the summer. I've actually been away off the island on holiday with yeah, my two daughters and my husband for over six weeks and probably working only about 20% of the time, maybe even less, and having 80% of that time, quality time with the people I love. And that's really one of my values that I stand for and one of the reasons that I created my business. And it is part of my purpose to have quality time. So you can choose to have a business and have quality time. I always like to prioritize the possibility of holding both. And what that gives me is this huge amount of energy, resourcing of self, motivation and inspiration for a new year when I create that space to reconnect with self and reconnect with those that I love in a, in a really present way. So before I kick into how we can actually follow through on our goals, how do we really live our intentions for the year and what are some of those blind spots or hidden reasons that we don't follow through and achieve our goals. I wanted to just share a couple of announcements of what's happening in my world. Right now, I have opened up my membership, which is a real sacred place of mine that I connect with uh, a number of women who come together and we do a lot of work on personal growth, on accountability, on following through, on things like creating our goals and visions and dreams and purpose, but also working on some of our shadows and our saboteurs and our beliefs and our thoughts that hold us back. It's a beautiful, powerful community of women who we also bring in guest speakers and it's very holistic what we teach in there, but it's really helping you to step into betterment. How do we you know, go to that next level of ourselves. But how do we also be more in ourselves? How do we not abandon ourselves, but actually honor our own needs and have somebody else hold the space for us? And that's usually me and, and the other people that come in to hold the space in this community. So if you are interested in this year, really having um, that of support, jump on to my website, have a look for a, a community called The Hatchery or simondenny.me, The Hatchery, and you can find out more. I'll pop it in the show notes too. It's uh, only open until the end of February. It's the first time I've opened it up to the public. It's been running for about almost four years and we have a really stronghold of beautiful like-minded woman in there. So if that's uh, catching your curiosity, do come and uh, join us in there. It's a really powerful space. The other thing that I have happening in May is my retreat in Byron Bay at the beautiful Soma Retreat Center. And this is for a small intimate group 
of women who want to go deeper into the work and really sit in the space of presence, but also feel deeply nourished and rested and all those beautiful things that happen on a retreat. So yeah, again, check out simondenny.me, fire and retreat. Right, let's get down to business. So why I created this uh, podcast today is really because uh, I've worked as a coach for you know more than 15 years. I've seen my fair share of people starting the year with so much energy, so much enthusiasm, so much passion about creating their goals or intentions or setting a new habit for the year, only to see a couple of months down the track, those goals and intentions, you know, popped into a journal or disappearing off into a, you know, a back burner somewhere because life gets busy. And those things that are important, like our goals and intentions, take a step back. And those things that are urgent, that are pulling our attention for right now, and that are maybe distractions that don't need to be right now, but we can't stop being distracted by them, they take the place of the important things. So the goals and intentions are important because they're moving us to where we want to be, but they do get pushed back. So, you know, I can give you all the strategies of how to set a good goal and all the plans that we need to do. And I've been doing that a lot this year and last year, and I've been doing it with corporates and with my clients and in the hatchery, but there's a number of things that people don't consider when we are creating goals and it's some of those hidden blind spots and some of these patterns and programs and energies within ourselves that are actually really, really important for goal setting. So you can Google how to create a goal and you can follow the steps, but unless you go a little bit deeper into what's really stopping you from honoring your own journey and path towards your goals, intentions, and purpose, then you're probably not going to necessarily follow through. It's a big plane flying overhead. <laughs> you might be able to hear that. So what I'm saying is, is, is fact. We know that by the 12th of January, about 80% of people will have broken their New Year's resolutions and not followed through. And of the people who do set goals or resolutions or you know new intentions, only about 30% actually achieve them. So I really want that to be you. I want you to be in that 30% and I want it to be more than 30%. So that's what I'm going to talk about today is how do we really create that momentum this year uh, to create these, these dreams and goals. And for you already, where we are in the year, you might be like, oh yeah, actually I haven't really rechecked in on my goals and intentions since I set them, or I haven't really spent a lot of time working on them. So I'm going to share with you six different ways, actually seven different ways that you can align with your goals and actually see them through to fruition. So the first thing that I wanted to share is that you need to have a visual anchor. So this week in the hatchery, we've been creating vision boards. We've been creating energetically aligned vision boards. And we've taken our goals and our intentions, our word of the years, our heart's desires, and we've poured them into these beautiful, inspiring vision boards. And the reason that we create a vision board, it's because it is anchoring our goal into something that is visual. 
Because as you know, once you've written them down, often that piece of paper disappears or your workbook's gone or it's somewhere on your computer. So creating a visual focus, we're going to have them as screensavers, can really help to remind us of what it is we want to bring in this year. So it can remind our subconscious, this is where I want you to focus, and our conscious brain as well. And you go, oh, yes, actually, that's right. I want to bring this in. So we really want to regularly visit our vision board. It primes us and it reminds our brain to look for these things, these little visual reminders on the board that we can attract these in. And the brain starts focusing on those things to go, oh, yes, I'm going to align my day with that or I'm going to look for evidence that I can bring that in. So your vision board, I like to say, is like a a visual altar. It's something that you come and you honor and you check in and and you say, what am I doing today that's going to move me towards that bigger vision? That Where do I want to be in a year's time? What would my future self do today to help me move towards that vision. And that that visual reminder is really, really great for the subconscious brain. So the second thing is to be comfortable with discomfort. And if you've been in my world, you know that I am a big campaigner of sitting in discomfort and that it's actually a necessity for growth. So if you are someone who has set goals or intentions that are on your growth edge, that means they put you into a slightly vulnerable, but maybe a bit exciting space that is going to stretch you to go to the next level of yourself. And that could be how you show up in love and intimacy. It could be how you're moving towards your purpose. It's how you want to feel in your relationship or how you are in your connection with self, or it could be a material thing that you're wanting to bring in. Whatever it is, you must be able to sit with the discomfort of change that you're required to step into to make that happen. So you will need to feel all the parts of yourself that are outdated for your identity in order to step into that next level of yourself, okay? So this version of yourself might never have experienced what you're wanting to attract in. Maybe it's never experienced that kind of money flowing in and your system might have some kind of resistance to that subconsciously or it might feel uncomfortable holding that amount of money. So we have to be able to sit with it, notice it, get curious about it and go, oh, wow, I actually am not comfortable or don't have the belief system to hold a lot of money. So it gives you these clues and the uncomfortableness of that is giving you the wisdom that there's some belief or thought there for us to lean into. So it is uncomfortable to grow. It is uncomfortable to be uncertain. Our brain doesn't like uncertainty. It loves to know and predict that everything's going to be the same and that we can feel comfortable in that. So it's there's going to be resistance. There's going to be discomfort, especially when there is a risk of failure, when there is a risk of judgment. But in order to go to that next level, we must be able to sit in the discomfort 
of these things that we need to move through in order to go to the next level. So first of all, is just awareness of what areas are uncomfortable for you. If you are really in your truth about going to where you want to go, maybe there's some discomfort in deep intimacy with somebody, or there's some discomfort in really stepping into owning your own business or doing your dream job. So it's self-inquiry of finding out what is that, what comes up for me in that and what's stopping me from taking action because it might cause some kind of risk of failure or judgment from others. And, and this comes up for all of us whenever we're growing and putting ourselves out there. And for me, many, many times in my business, I've felt that discomfort when I've needed to go to the next level of having to show up on lives or having to speak in front of a group or, you know, having to, uh, you know, refund somebody, any of those kind of things are deeply uncomfortable, but they're part of you going through growth. So yeah, comfortable with discomfort is really, really important. The third thing for us to do when we are wanting to really see the results of following through on our goals and intentions is to tame your saboteurs. And this is something that's often not talked about when we setting goals and intentions. It's often how do we move forward, but there is a lot of shadow stuff that back. So you can have all the strategies and plans and best intentions and all the nice spreadsheets and all of the good things. But if you have not tamed your saboteurs, you're unlikely to achieve your goals and desires. So your saboteurs are your protective parts that stop you truly aligning with your results. So they're the things that want to keep you safe, to avoid failure, and to make you look good. So some examples of saboteurs can be perfectionism, procrastination, hyperachieving, where you just push yourself to the point of burnout and abandon yourself in the process, over-controlling, where you need to be over controlling on everything so that you actually either push people away or you don't move forward, being a victim, feeling restless or distracted. So you actually can't create that focus that you need to get the results. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's other saboteurs where there's, there's so many, there's a great big judge that all of us have as well. So a lot of my work doing my internal family systems and my group coaching is to help people move through some of those sabotaging behaviors. And when we can move through them, then we can find the freedom and the alignment to really step into having the courage to achieve what it is that we're putting out there. So yeah, the, the saboteurs will block us and we won't even often be aware that that's what's stopping us. So number four is to feel your goals. So many of us have created goals and intentions from our head, thinking this is what I want to do and thinking this is the right thing and society telling us this is what you should have achieved or owned or whatever that might be. And thinking is powerful. It's definitely the masculine way and we need both masculine and feminine when we create our goals. But often we become disconnected from our goals because we've created them from maybe what our ego wants or what we think we should have rather than actually tapping into what do I feel I need this year. So last year, I spent a lot of time feeling my goals for 2024. Really, I mean, I had to say no to a lot of things and I, I had to sit in the discomfort of not delivering, but I was really honoring 
feeling in alignment with myself, my desires, what was energetically pulling me, what felt like a hell yes, that is me. I really want to do that. And what felt like that oh, I have to do this thing that feels energetically low for me. So for me, aligning with feeling my goals has been so much more motivating for me. And I feel like a different person from where I did a year ago. So I call it taking your energetic pulse. So if you want to even revisit some of your goals, or you want to look at some of those intentions you've written down and take an energetic pulse and say, did does that give me energy, that, that part? What does it feel like for me to work on these goals or to actually even bring them to fruition? So dedicate a small window of time each day to slow down and feel what you really want because you might have never even really done this. You've just thought about it and done it. I mean, especially when we're high in the masculine. For years, I just, just thought about it and created it and did the actions. And this is about slowing down and asking, what do I truly want? such a powerful question what no longer aligns and then you can invite in best answers and guidance to help you on your path just ask show me the way show me a sign let me feel into my own being what is the right path for me and this is a much more feminine way of creating our goals but it's something that really does impact your motivation and inspiration to move towards your goals and our goals are always there that we can pivot or adjust or bring into alignment. Number five is to date yourself. And I don't mean to take yourself out on a date, but I mean to create dates with yourself in your calendar that honor your commitment to working on your goals and intentions. Okay. This is a, a form of accountability with yourself. It's a boundary that you're creating between yourself and the outside world that says, this is really important. I'm going to actually block out time to work towards it because every goal and intention that we set, there is an action that is required for making it come to life. And if you are serious about, you know, bringing these to life, then part of the strategy that I help people do is to break those goals down into micro actions and to schedule them into the calendar, to actually put them in there and have a task that's quite specific. I will write 500 words towards, you know, my book, or I will run one kilometer for day one of my marathon training, or, you know, I will call eight clients each day. And it's in the calendar and you it's front and center. And when you have a low willpower day, you still show up and you date yourself in your calendar. So yeah, when you do show up in the morning, there are your specific tasks, your habits, the non-negotiable things that are there that you can honor. So it's about you feeling worthy enough to honor what is in your calendar. So yeah, that's important. <laughs> Number six is open your receiving energy. Okay, so achieving your goals or intentions is really a game of energetics. To be open to receiving what you are putting out there, you must be able to energetically hold the results. Okay, how many times have you put something out there that hasn't come to fruition? Maybe it's you know, a money thing or a love thing or a business thing or a work thing that hasn't actually happened. Often it's because there are parts, hidden parts, shadow parts that 
don't feel truly worthy that you can hold the energy for that thing that you're wanting to desire. So it's not always the way, but it is really worth checking in of how worthy and deserving and open you are to receiving. If you are somebody who is always in the masculine, who is always doing, serving others, always busy on the output, you might find it really challenging to receive. And it's maybe something you've never consciously slowed down to consider, but you need to practice receiving. You need to practice letting people help you, practice noticing when you do receive something, but also being aware of where do you block receiving and what beliefs sit behind that and how does how does worthiness relate to that? So yeah, I, I even spoke to somebody today and he was saying, oh, I just can't get this job. And I, I he pegged so much of his happiness on being happy when he got this job. And really, uh, when we came down to it, underneath this was like this feeling of not feeling good enough or not feeling worthy enough or questioning whether he missed, you know, the boat, he was on the shelf, all these beliefs were coming up that were actually blocking him from receiving energetically what was, you know, could be coming into him. So all of us have, have these hidden, hidden blocks to receiving. Finally, number seven for really helping you to get in alignment with achieving the results you want is to have a community of accountability. How often have you set your intentions or your goals and then said you're going to do something, maybe a new habit, perhaps you said, I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes a day, or I'm I'm going to you know, stop eating this food or this drink. And then life gets busy and we let these things slide. And again, as I said at the beginning, they slip onto the back burner and we've kind of lost our momentum and our drive and our start energy to follow it through. We humans need accountability. We are designed to be in connection when we, you know, when we are at our best and our nervous system is driving, it's when we are in connection. I just know for myself with having accountability, when I have been in groups, I would get up at 5am to show up at a group program that's in the US because I knew my face would be on the screen and I was accountable to doing what I said I had done a week ago. And that really helped my momentum. It really helped me to uh, keep aligning with those things I said I was going to do. And a big part of what we do in the hatchery is having that accountability, having somebody show up and say, hey, have you done that thing you said you were going to do? Hey, what's happening with this habit that you said you were going to do this week? How is how is that slipped by? What's getting in the way of that? What's a belief that's stopping you? Or how can we support you to move forward? We do these little challenges each month in the hatchery that's usually 21 days where we have an accountability group to meditate for 21 days, to do a digital detox, to do kindness. And the power of having just that little check-in to help you keep that momentum, it's incredible. And it is a real game changer if you are serious about wanting to move forward this year to have somebody and have some form of accountability. Some people do it through habit apps or trackers or things on their fridge. I personally feel like doing it in a group is is really fun, which is kind of what, what we stand for in the membership. But yeah, just checking who's keeping me accountable to these things that I said I'm going to do, especially the longer you move through the year, 
often this is what slips. So I hope those seven different points that I've shared can help you to align with your goals this year. I'll just remind you of them again. So it was having a visual anchor, having that reminder every day. It's the being able to be comfortable with the discomfort that comes with growing to the next level of ourselves. It's about taming our saboteurs, those things, those shadows that hold us back. How do we work with those that really subconsciously block us from stepping into our greatness? How do we feel our goals? How do we actually check? Are they in alignment with what feels good energetically for me? Date yourself. How do you create dates? that prioritize the actions of your goals within your own calendar so that every day there is something that's moving you, moving the needle towards what you want to create. Opening up to receiving the energy, as I was just saying, and having a community of accountability that can help you on your path to betterment. So I hope that helps. I'd love to hear from you if you have other things that help you move forward with your goals, intentions, or habits that have really served you, or if there's things that you know are getting in the way this year of you stepping into those great visions and goals. Have a beautiful day, and I look forward to seeing you and connecting with you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do take a screenshot and share it with your friends on your Instagram or Facebook, or drop me a review that really helps other people to find this podcast. Have a beautiful day and wishing you all the best as you align with those beautiful goals and start to create that future vision that you have for yourself that you are so deserving and worthy of. 